Welcome to the Gifted Therapy Podcast, hosted by Mary Stone. Through her gift of being claircognizant, psychic, and her mediumship skills, you will be intrigued and educated about alternative ways of healing. Mary has 20 years of experience to bring her to this point. It all started with a tragedy of her own. She will be joined by me, Renee Johnson, the producer and a longtime client and friend of Mary's. I am a firm believer of all things spiritual and am a testimony of how Mary's sessions have changed my life. I hope these sessions can help you with clarity, peace, comfort, and closure, and provide you with helpful information as you move through your earthly journey. Everything provided in this podcast has come from Mary's own experience of doing private readings. Hi everyone, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in again. So today we have a special guest, Joseph Labruto III, who is a well-known psychic medium who will be sharing some insights on spirit guides with us today. So with that said, hi Mary, hi Joseph. Hi. hi Renee. <laughs> How's everyone? I'm, I'm doing good. good. Awesome, awesome. So I know Mary, you had some uh, a question you wanted to ask to start off, so you go ahead. Yeah, Joseph, this is a really good question because somebody had asked me, um, I was being interviewed, and I know you've had a lot of great accomplishments, but if I was to ask you, how, do, how did you become you? How do I become a medium and a channel and a healer? <laughs> you know, yeah, it, how, how... You know, it started as a child. Um, I used to see spirits. They used to come to me. I didn't know any difference. I thought they were real people. And um, to this moment, I knew they were my guides coming to see me. I remember a man in a tattered robe used to come into my room just passing by. And then there was an Irishman that used to make me laugh. And so they used to visit me um, there. And the color indigo, too, a really bright color indigo, which is my guide indigo. So. Um, as I grew, I started my mediumship abilities came where deceased loved ones came to see me and I didn't know they were deceased either. And they used to have conversations. So I guess when I stopped was when my grandmother passed away. I was about age 10 and um, she came to me in spirit afterwards in, right in my bedroom. And now it scared me. I realized I was seeing ghosts and I wanted to stop. I slept with the lights on. I had a hard time sleeping, headphones in the ears. Finally, everything stopped. Um, but that's when everything started originated when I was a child and up to about 10 years of age um, when I got scared and then it didn't come back to me to my mid-20s. Wow. Oh, that's very interesting. You know, everybody has a start with it. Mine started with a tragedy of my own um, in my mid-20s. So I, I just like that question, how you become you, you know? Um, so yeah, that's, it, you started when you were little, I probably did too, but I just don't remember, you know, so. Well, I always you. hear stories from my father and my mother about how I had an active imagination. And when I started to do this work, that's when my father and mother started to tell me, yeah, when you were a child, you used to have, you used to talk to these people. We didn't know who you were talking to and, and all that started to come back to me. So. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's yeah, it reminds cool. me of my granddaughter. She does the same thing. She's four. She just turned five, and she tells me about all the spirits in her room. She has names right. for them. She tells them to get out, <laughs> stop playing with her toys, and, you know, and I think after five, I think 
you just sort of shut it down a little bit, you know? And well, it, it depends on the parents. If the parents are open to it or grandparents like you are, and you've just said, who are they and who you're talking to, sometimes they can stay open for the longest, longest time. So Yeah. But we encourage it, so it's because we think yeah. it's it's really cute. Yeah. So, well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So, Joseph, could you explain to our audiences what you consider to be a spirit guide? Uh, and a spirit guide is someone, it's a spirit that is assigned to us when we're born. When we're born, we have what's called a control. This is our main guide. When we're born till we died, always with us 24-7. Um, it's also the gatekeeper where other guides come through lifetimes as we grow and we learn, we bring new guides into our life. So what spirit guides are, they're just teachers. They're here to help us, to guide us through life. Um, they're on the same assignment, the same path. Um, for those of us who are enlightened and um, on an enlightened path to teach, so, so to say, you'll have more guides, you have more awareness of what's going on. For the average Joe, so to say, You'll just have this guide looking over you, and sometimes there'll be that conversation, that conscious that you hear, um, thinking that your conscious talking to you, um, and probably won't have so many guides assisting you at the moment, at that time as you grow as an average Joe, but everyone has spirit guides. Hmm. And, and do you ever work with animal spirit guides, or are they typically just humans? Oh, yeah, the, the totem animals, I call um, I do work with, I have the wolf, um, the lone wolf I call, and that, that is my totem animal with spirit guides. So um, we all do have animal guides as well that will enter into our lives to guide us. Okay. And so you're saying that everyone has a spirit guide and that they can actually communicate with. So how would, would one communicate with their spirit guides? Well, the first thing you have to do is make, make yourself aware that they assist and, and they're a part of you. Um, believing, having trust and faith. It's like, um, you know, having faith that there's God or anything like that. It's having faith that we have guides around us. And where we communicate, it's all mentally, it's all within ourselves. It's having conversations within ourselves. It's hearing that voice inside. So when you communicate, it's just, the best way I describe it is to repent, pretend you're five years old. You have that active imagination, and you have that imaginary friend. And what would you say to that imaginary friend? Have a conversation back and forth, just like you're five. And that's how you begin to speak with your guides. Hmm. Yeah, you have to learn to trust what you get. That's what I always tell people, you know. Because um, a lot of times, you know, you ask for guidance and you question yourself. But you really do have to believe, you know, that you're getting good advice and good guidance. Mm. Well, that's what they're there for. Sometimes the ego mind gets in the way. We don't know if we're thinking that or not. As you advance um, and you have more communication, you can decipher the difference between your guides and your voice and their voice. Um, I found out through automatic writing when I first began to write my first book, Is There More to Life Than What We Know? Um, there's a lot of lessons there from spirit guides. And when I write out the lessons, I could see their conversations, their their way of speaking compared to mine is completely different. Hmm. Yeah, so you know the difference. Uh, that was one of the questions we were going to ask is, you know, how do you know you're speaking to your spirit guides or not somebody else in spirit? Yeah, it's just like I said, if you start automatic writing, you can see it in your writings that 
you'll read it back and you say, wow, that doesn't sound like my writing at all. It sounds like a different um, personality um, that would come through, mm-hmm. and that, that is a guide. Where you're doing yeah. for it, without automatic writing is that voice in your head, the ro- words of reason, so to say, that comes in, um, words of advice. So that's what you can listen to and see what comes through. It's sometimes it's like um, you're not even paying attention. A friend will come, needs advice, and all of a sudden you give the best advice to this friend, and then later mm. on you'll think about where did that come from? Wow, and that's your yeah, spirit really. that you out. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So, should we always trust our spirit guides? Could they ever lead us wrong? No, our guides here are here to help us. Now, there's difference. There's spirit guides are there. They're part of our lives. They're who we are. Now, there are lower entities or lower energies. I call it that are not our spirit guides that can steer us wrong, and they normally come in a time of dilemma. Um, these lower energies could be, um, you know, lost souls. I call them. It could be someone who was murdered or suicidal or um, someone mm-hmm. who was just just lost and just a big influence. So if you're in a time of dilemma in your life, um, you shouldn't channel spirit guides because um, the confusion would bring these lower energies, I call it. And they're just confusing. Mm-hmm. This is why you have a lot of conf- those voices in your head, um, people who have committed suicide, and they say they feel voices, they hear voices in their head and all that. And those mm-hmm. are the low energies that you have to be careful about. Yeah. Can you tell our listeners um, what automatic writing is? Yeah, it, automatic writing, it, it, a lot of people get confused. I think you have to hold a pen or pencil and then all of a sudden your hands will start writing on its own. What automatic writing is when thoughts come to you. Um, I do it on a computer and I'll sit there, I'll clear my mind and all of a sudden sentences will form. Um, conversations will form what to write about and stories and so as I hear this within myself I start to type it and write it out so that's what automatic writing is is whatever thoughts come to you you just put it down Uh on paper either by pen or computer which is faster right right yeah I've tried automatic writing quite a few times and Sometimes I get messages so fast I can't keep up with my writing, you know. Exactly. But a lot of people aren't really sure what that is, but it is. It's just you gotta. I keep going back to trust. You know, everybody says, "Well, they they want to say something or hear something, but they really don't trust it." And when I teach um, my meditation classes, I always tell them, "Whatever you come, whatever comes first to you, that's your answer," and just to trust it, you know, and. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like it's, you know, you have to learn too. what, what, like you said, who, who's talking to me, you're going to know the difference after a while. Exactly. And, um, and a lot of times the, like I was confused at first when I said automatic writing, okay, I'm holding a pen in my hand and my eyes are closed and I'm waiting for my hand to like, like a possession, take over and start writing. And it's not like that at all. It's the thoughts that come to you. And that's where the confusion happens with a lot of people. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's a thought process. You know, we've talked about this in our other podcast. You know, the messages are actually a thought process in your head. It's not like you're really hearing voices. I don't, you know, it's it's, it's, it's a thought process that, that comes to you and, and, and you write it down. But my thought processes go so fast because I'm a fast talker <laughs> anyways. <laughs> so my hand doesn't go as fast as my mouth. 
So, <laughs> so the thing is, is that you don't necessarily have to be a psychic to hear your spirit guides or listen to them. It's about trusting the messages that you get, basically. That was a good that question, is, Renee. Yeah, that is correct. It's trust the message. You don't have to be intuitive. Um, we all have intuitive abilities here and there. It's just developing. Um, people develop in, in different ways. It's like I always use the sports analogy where you may have a, a player that is natural, has natural abilities and can do a lot of things, and you have the player that has to really work hard to get to that level. Mm -hmm. But if the one who has natural abilities doesn't practice or use it, and the one who really works hard does it all the time every day, you'll find the one who works hard will become better than the one who has natural abilities. So That's so correct. And so many people don't want to work at it. I get that all the time. Well, I don't have time for it. I don't want to <laughs> meditate. It's boring. They yeah. use every excuse in the book. I said, well, okay. Then if you don't want to work at it, then... Right. Uh, you can that's call how, me. That's <laughs> me in business. <laughs> <laughs> so, so to get into the meditative state, is it just sitting quietly and closing your eyes? Or can it be like a walking meditation? Can you hear them in those mm -hmm. forms of meditation as well? Oh, I hear them when I'm driving long distance. And I'm on, if I'm in a car by myself, and um, just you kind of daydream a little bit on a long stretch of highway. And that's my, I come with best chapters in my books that way. And mm. then I retain it. So when, I, when I'm not driving, all that stuff is retained and I can start to write it down and, and all the downloads. Meditation is very yeah. hard for me to sit still and just kind of um, go into a meditated state. So I'm a good daydreamer, um, like if I'm fishing yeah. or, or just staring at a candle or my fish tank. I have a fish tank here and I'll just kind of stare at it. And, and that's how I start to hear communications. I get a lot in the shower. I take the longest showers because all of a sudden I'm getting all these, mess all these well, messages. And I'm like, what the heck? You know, my water well, bill is like unbelievable. Well, you're, you're in a calm state. That's why. And they always pick a time. I know. Relaxed I run and calm. Hot water, and that's you know? it. <laughs> yeah so you never know when it comes and you know I, I at first I didn't like to meditate either because you have mind chatter like you know what you're going to do the day and you have to do this you have to do that but after a while I trained myself to shut it right off and and get messages so it is something that you have to work at too if you want to get it that way mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yep I agree so, Joseph, I understand that you also have um, some books, one of them being Speaking to Heaven. Could you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah, the three books. I'll start with the first one. The mm -hmm. first one is called Is There More to Life Than What We Know? Mm -hmm. A Spiritual Journey in Awakening and Finding God. That is a channeled book. It's about 85% channeled from my guides, and they teach why we're here on Earth and lessons from karmic responsibility, from soulmates to twin flames to angels and spirit guides and life after death. Um, so that book covers all of that topics. Um, the next one that came out was called The Promise, The Metaphysical Teachings of Jesus, which is also a channeled book from spirit guides, but it's channeled from the Master Yeshua, Jesus himself. And it is his story. It is from his birth to his death, but it's written in a metaphysical way for us to understand compared to the um, Christian Bible. And then wow, the Speaking to Heaven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the third was the Speaking to Heaven one, um, where I go more into detail about um, what, what happens to our loved ones when they pass away. There are different transitions from 
suicides to murders to natural causes to overdose. I explain the difference on the soul goes through its journey into the next realm, into healing. I also talk about um, the animal kingdom, um, signs to look for um, from our passed over loved ones. So that is, that is the Speaking to Heaven book that I wrote. And that's the latest book that I finished with Speaking to Heaven. And, and how do you get your books? Are oh, they you can go. And Novo or? Yeah, at, um, Amazon. Just go to Amazon. And Amazon. All my books through Amazon. Uh huh. They're also available through Kindle. As a as a medium, do you ever? I mean, it's happened to me, so I'm just questioning if it happens to you that if a client calls you for a particular uh, person that they want to contact, and that person does not come through, but other people come through. Um, what do you say to the person? Are you know? Are they disappointed, or is it you know? I mean, because um, a lot of times my, they don't step forward. My ability is a little unique than most mediums out there. I have what's called a direct dial. As a direct okay. dial, I ask, I ask the persons up to three people who would you like to connect with? No names, no description, just a relationship like mom, dad, brother, sister. Once I know the relationship, like I have mom pass, I have a grandparent pass, paternal, paternal. 99% of the time I'm able to do it. Um, I, haven't, I haven't done a reading in years where I was able, not able to connect with somebody that they want to hear from. Now, I have done readings where I was not able to connect at all. Um, it could be because the person is guarded or, um, or anything. So that has happened where I, I did no communication with anyone. And right. it's, just, it's just not having, either the wall is up or the its spirit wants to communicate with the medium or the spirit decides not to communicate with the medium. So that does happen with me. But yeah. finding a particular person, I, I, always, I seem to always have luck, knock on wood, to get that person oh, for them. That is awesome. So, Joseph, do you also do um, readings and talks outside of your books? I know you're an author, but you do talks and other things that you'd like to mention? Oh, yeah. I, I do workshops and events um, all over mm-hmm. where I teach, um, like the topics we're talking about, I teach a workshop contacting your angels, learn to contact your angels and spirit guides workshop where I teach everybody what angels are and what spirit guides are. And, and um, then I put everybody under hypnosis to go down deep into meeting your guides and getting their guide, your guides' names, why they're with you and your life purpose uh, um, with them. The other, another workshop is Unlock Your Psychic Abilities, where I teach people how to just do psychic readings or, um, and, and tap, tap into your intuitiveness and your strengths. And I explain different clairs that we have and um, different energies. I pair people off. We practice. And so that's a big popular workshop I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a mediumship work, workshop that's all an eight-hour workshop where I teach people how to develop their mediumship skills from advanced to intermediate to uh, professional um, where I give little bits and bits and pieces here on how to enhance your mediumship abilities. So those are the three popular workshops that I do. Now when I come to events, I do the Speaking to Heaven event where it's a group gallery where I bring the loved ones through for a group audience um, where everybody participates. I'm also a healer uh, where I have groups come out to me and I channel the masters in to my healing masters will come in and people can actually feel them touching them, breathing in their ear as they are being healed mentally, physically and spiritually. 
And then I have the channeling the ascended masters where I'll wear my blindfold, I'll go into trance, and then my guides will personally merge with me. You'll see my personality change as I speak. It's almost like Abraham Hicks. Um, it, it's exactly what it is. And they'll speak through me, they'll give lessons, they'll pick people in the um, audience and they'll tell them about their life. Um, even something that happened an hour ago before they came to see me. Um, I'm pretty much, I'm kind of stepped off to the side um, listening, but I've let the guides take over. So those are the um, three events that I do, plus the workshops. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Sounds like you're a busy guy. Yeah. I do keep I do keep busy. Uh-huh. And they're located and I, where, Joseph? My office is in Boca Raton. Um, for those who want to do a private session with me, I also do Zoom and telephone around the world. And when I do my events, I have a, a it's on my website. You can see where I'm going to be from pretty much all over South Florida, even on the West Coast of Florida. And we are working on moving places out of state too, um, where I'll come okay. to your town and do events as well. Wow, that is awesome. Well, uh, I'm so thankful that you came today to talk with us and to share your insights on spirit guides. Um, and definitely, if you ever want to come back, please do. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. can do different. There's different subjects we can do. We can do mediumship. We can do healing. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'll be happy to talk about all of it. <laughs> awesome. I know. I love talking about it and and just telling people my experience and. You know, it's it's very healthy for me. It's gotten me through a lot of tragedies in my life and finding my gift the way I did. And it's, it's been a lifesaver for me. And I love sharing my stories. And, you know, we Renee and I started this, oh, what, about a year ago, Renee, right? We're yes. on our 21st episode. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And because of the pandemic and everything, people are stuck at home. And so we decided to do this. And um, we're just really glad you joined us and maybe join us again for another topic. Um, I'll be happy to. So, yeah. Awesome. It sounds really good. <laughs> Yay. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you, Joseph, for joining us today. <laughs> thank you for having me.